two terrible mass shootings that you haven't heard anything about. Let's talk about it on The Hot Zone. Hey folks, Chuck Holton here. Thanks for watching Hot Zone. We've all been seeing the terrible news out of McAllen, Texas, that uh, there was a, a terrible mass shooting in a mall there. And then yesterday around El Paso, there was just a mass ramming attack where somebody ran over a bunch of migrants that were waiting at a bus stop. We could talk at length about the sickness in American culture today, couldn't we? The, just the, the why people feel the need to try to get attention by hurting other people like that. It's just absolutely horrific. But one of the things you always hear, the, the, instantly the politicians try to politicize this, both sides. And one of the things you always hear is this sort of thing never happens in other countries. That's just not true. There are actually a, quite a few mass shootings that happen and mass ramming attacks and stabbing attacks and everything like that that happen elsewhere around the world. We just don't hear about them on the news very much. And so I wanted to tell you about a couple of them that just happened that you may not have heard about that happened in Serbia. So today we're going to discuss these two tragic incidents. On May 3rd, a shooter opened fire at an elementary school in Belgrade in Serbia, killing nine people, which was eight students and a security guard, and injuring seven other people. The shooter was soon identified as a 13-year-old male student who used two handguns owned by his father. One of them was a 22, but a 22 can be deadly at close range. And here's the crazy thing. Due to his age, he can't be held criminally responsible under Serbian law. They literally can't put this kid in jail. They can put him, make him undergo psychiatric evaluation. They're making his father spend 30 days in jail, but the kid himself cannot be charged under Serbian law because he's only 13 years old. It apparently had been planned for some time. It took place a day before another mass shooting incident in Serbia, which was not related, but also not reported on in the American press. The next day, uh, May 4th, a 21-year-old Serbian man opened fire from a car in a couple of villages in the countryside in Serbia. He killed another eight people and injured 14 others. That guy was armed with a semi-automatic rifle and was later arrested. The amazing thing is that it's, it's worth noting that Serbia has some of the world's strictest gun laws, but it also has one of the highest rates of gun ownership per capita. Strict gun laws are not really going to make the difference, or they, at least they don't in this case. And we could talk about that. Here's the problem I have with what they call gun, gun control laws. Gun control takes guns away from everybody. And what that does is it makes good people more vulnerable. And I don't accept the premise that making everybody more vulnerable will make us safer because bad people don't follow the law. And as we just saw in El Paso, you don't need a gun to kill a lot of people. A gun is a great equalizer. It will allow people to defend themselves and their families. And there are over a million such cases in the United States every year. But it's, uh, it's really more 
a measure of mental illness. There are a lot of things that contribute to this. I've done a deep dive studying on gun violence around the world. For example, people always talk about England as a country that has the lowest rate of gun violence. And they have, it's not only prohibited to own guns, it's prohibited to, I think, have ever owned a gun or to even think about a- any place that owns a gun. It's, they are so strict. They literally, at one point, were making people file the pointy ends off of their kitchen knives. They, you weren't allowed to have anything pointy in your house. They have a problem. Actually, they had a lower rate of gun violence in England before they passed all those laws. The gun violence rate in England has actually gone up since they outlawed guns. Now, they also have a huge problem in England with stabbings, with acid attacks. People mix bathroom chemicals together and throw them in people's faces. I talked to one guy, had his face melted off just because it was a case of mistaken identity. They went to the wrong house. So banning guns outright, especially in America, where we have over 400 million guns, there are more guns than people in America, banning guns is just a non-starter. It's just not going to happen. So what can we do? I think we need to really address the underlying issues that are that make people think that they should go out and shoot people. First of all, a lot of these attacks... They get the idea because they see so many attacks on TV. This is something that was fixed when it came to hijackings. When I was a kid back in the 80s, it was very common for terrorists to hijack airplanes. They would hold the whole airplane hostage, make it fly somewhere else, and hold it hostage until their demands were met. What stopped? How come we don't see hijackings of airplanes anymore? Part of the reason is because media outlets agreed to stop reporting on hijackings. They just all got together and they said, we're just not going to report on hijackings anymore. And so if somebody hijacks an airplane, nobody's ever going to know. And that pretty much took the incentive away from doing such a high-profile attack. Now, that kind of rankles Americans when you talk about freedom of the press. We, We value our freedom of the press. I'm a journalist. I value freedom of the press. But... I would be very happy to never report on a mass shooting again if I thought that it would help to stop people from getting the idea to shoot, to do these mass killings around the country. Another thing, of course, is the rise of incels. I've written extensively about this. Involuntary celibates, these are just young men who are basically cut off from society in that they don't get physical touch, they don't get physical affection, they're stuck at home, they play video games, they spend most of their time in the virtual world. A person is made for physical touch. And when you don't get physical touch, these young guys, especially because most of them are watching a tremendous amount of pornography, so you're watching the most intimate of human interactions on the screen all the time and nobody will do that with you because you're a loser in your mom's basement playing video games. It's just a self-defeating cycle, right? And these guys become angry. They become resentful at the world around them. It's the world's fault that nobody likes me. And so they pick up a gun and they go kill. There have been more than 40 mass shootings in the United States alone 
perpetrated by incels. And probably more than that, that didn't almost qualify, but it certainly has something to do with it. Maybe you need to hug your friendly neighborhood teenager when you see him. Bottom line is the problem goes much, much, much deeper than guns. And guns is like, uh, taking away guns is, A, it's not going to happen. B, if it did happen, it would result in more violence as people fought to keep from getting their guns taken away. And the bottom line is it's not going to solve the problem. What solves the problem is changing people's hearts. So get you and your kids to church. That's all I got to say about that. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'm Chuck Holton. Make sure to like and subscribe. We need to grow this channel. There's a lot of people asking for more content, but I can't do it unless we can fund it. So help me out. Thanks a lot. We'll see you.